The moon is high. The moon is bright. The moon is full. No clouds dare scurry across its surface. Wind howls across the highlands, ruffling the heather and gorse. An old farmhouse sits by the side of the deep blue waters of the loch. A door creaks slowly. Nothing moves except nature. The pines which spill down to the distant shore seems to shiver. The world takes a silent breath. From out of the woods they slink, silent and silver down to the water's edge. The pack. The great grey wolf leads his family back home from a night of the wild hunt. As they move, they shift and morph. The crack of bone and the whine of sinew shrieks through the silence of the night. The figures now walk, laughing towards the old farm. When all as one, they pause. Heads tilted, they seem to sniff the air itself. Blood. Its coppery tang permeates the air around the house. Someone has entered pack territory. Someone has left a message. Hello everybody and welcome to A Rendezvous with Destiny, a Bite Marks actual play podcast. Ah! Woo! As ever, I am your not so humble GM Loose and with me today I have... Uh, hi, I'm Well, I use he him pronouns and I'm playing a character you will shortly get to meet. Ooh. <laughs> oh, but that's me. Hi. Um... It, it, it is you, baby. Uh, I'm Am, and I use she, her pronouns, and I've already started taking notes for this campaign, and my note says, it's Ha-Moon. <laughs> and we have a new cast member! Oh my god, it's so exciting! Who, new cast member, who are you? Where are you? What are you, <laughs> what, what, what you doing? Yeah, hello! Tell us. I'm Chloe. Oh dear, Luce. <laughs> I'm Chloe. I use she, her pronouns. I'm not going to tell you where I am, but I am in my bedroom. Uh, <laughs> Saucy. Saucy, yeah. Mm, mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and I will also be playing a character that we will meet. Exciting! It's very exciting. I am so lucky to be a fellow cast member of Chloe's on Deck of Many Aces. 
So if you listen to that, which you should have because you listen to this, uh, you'll know she's awesome and I'm very excited that I get to bring her and work with some of my other favourite people. I'm, I'm even more excited because Rendezvous with Destiny is awesome! And yeah. now it's me! Ah! Yeah! <laughs> Oh, uh, amazing. Awesome, awesome, awesome it is. And this is, of course, Rodney with Destiny Outcast. Outcast. Yeah. Our, sorry, our second Jackson. campaign. Terrifying. We're critical role levels it's by it. now, right? Oh, uh, yeah. That's how that works. Well, well I, I, I did the source book is coming out, so. Oh, um, <laughs> which, which is quite quite funny because we played D&D once, I think, on this podcast. Um, and our whole thing. Twice. Twice? I think we've played it twice. I think it was one campaign. session that was no, two episodes. No, oh, no. no. I, I ran like two, four session one yes. shots. Yeah. Now I remember. Now I remember. Was my DMing that forgettable? I think they were after like series one and two though. So it wasn't yeah. a while yeah. ago. It was like the yeah. first the first kind of break from Destiny. Yeah. I think. I honestly think that was probably like height of pandemic when we were all just like, eh. We were like, Dungeons and Dragons? We could do this. Dungeons and Dragons. And now um, we're playing Bite Marks, which is um, a new system for all of us. There was there was great discussion and depth into what system we should play, and we, we settled on this one. Um, Luce, you want to share a little bit about the system, about the campaign? Yeah, so um, Bite Marks is a Powered by the Apocalypse system, uh, by, uh, produced by Black Armada, and the writer is Becky Anderson, and it is incredible and i love it and i have fully um read the rule book from cover to cover because (laughs) that's fun and it's over 200 pages um it's fine i have the time to do those things no i don't um teachers famously have lots of time i famously have time to do things so much holiday Um, right yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> uh, so it's a powered by the apocalypse system, which is a d6 system. So the base thing is every roll you roll, you roll 2d6. If you get a 10 plus, it goes really, really well. If you get a 7 to 9, it works, but there might be a consequence. And if it's a 6 or below, you fail. And there's certain rolls that you roll, certain stats you have, and you'll be adding things to those rolls. Bite Marks is specifically a werewolf pack game. Um, so, yeah, so it's all about you are you are a pack of werewolves. You all are different roles within the pack, and the story is really based around those pack dynamics. How it's a little less. Um, there's obviously there will be a story. There will be things that you have to do, but it's very very RP heavy. It's your decisions move the story forwards. So it's going to be really, really interesting. It's very, it's a very sort of collaborative game, but because it is so um, RP heavy, there is sometimes going to be. When I say PvP, I don't mean players attacking players, but there are specific moves within the system that are player v player or um, me MC in this instance of the GM v player. Um, we've together come up with a list of things that aren't going to be considered and aren't, aren't going to be talked about aren't going to be talked about at all we will have a system in place that if anyone is feeling uncomfortable luckily we are recorded so we can pause the recording but oh not don't fight quite feel comfortable with this so we can go back and make sure that everyone's okay because 
the main point is we all need to be having fun together and mm-hmm. so and the main point that is everyone is safe everyone is in a space where they feel able to enjoy that fun and not be scared about something coming up so we've we've got we, i've got a list of stuff that's not going to come up at all some stuff that we can skirt around but we're not we will be careful about what we, when we talk about it so we have those in place and sort of um, continuing that, there is like a section yeah. of the rules which we'll be avoiding. <laughs> yes. Um, so one of the sections of the rules is uh, sex moves. Um, we've decided as a group that we're not going to play those. Because um, mm-hmm. so, like, RWD, the podcast, we quite like the vibe it has at the moment, which if it was given a rating for a film would be PG. Um, so we don't really want maybe, to change maybe like- that. A 12A or something. Maybe a 12A. We can have like... PG-13, 12A, yeah. We can can have an F word once a season. Around there. So we don't really want to change that. And also we've all discussed it. And someone's not maybe feeling so comfortable about doing that. So we're just ignoring, getting rid of that section of the rules. Because it's not going to affect the story that we're going to tell together. Yeah, so the first thing, I think that's sort of all the basis is covered there. The first thing I want to do, because this is our world-building character-creating session, I'm just going to give all the players who don't know anything about the world I've created a little mm-hmm. bit of detail about what the world is actually going to be. Tee-hee. So let me open my um, three-line document, um, <laughs> which I'm going to read it out. World for word for word, and this is the entirety, the entire, the entirety of it. The pack lives in the wilds around Lake Mulladoch. The closest town is Canich, a small collection of houses and a local pub. This uh, campaign is set in the wilds of the Scottish Highlands, and yes, I did maybe spend around an hour zooming in on Google Maps all over the Scottish Highlands trying to find an isolated lock with a small village nearish by but not too close by. I wanted to get it to the slightly creepy level where if anyone had ever heard of these places, they'd be like, why do they know where they are? Um, Good. The pack is very self-sufficient. They farm for themselves for what they need. At the moment, the biggest threats they face are from hikers and campers who find their way too close to where they live. Uh, this is set in the roughly the 90s. Mm. It, so it's there is technology, but it's not modern to- modern technology One that we have today. Like a, like a Zoom or something. Yeah. So there are mobile phones in a way. There are p- ways of getting in contact with people, but it's not smartphones. It's not laptops because I think that sometimes takes away when you're trying to role play around that especially in a werewolf campaign where you're meant to try and not show mortals that you're werewolves that makes it a little bit difficult so we're we're in the 90s we're in the wilds of scotland the pack itself is quite um multicultural it's um one of the largest packs in the scottish highlands um there are other packs right up on the fringes and in other places in in the uk and in ireland but uh this pack which we haven't decided the name of yet is probably the largest pack on mainland scotland in mainland scotland but so they're a large pack there are definitely larger packs in the uk but they're well known they are famous they are a known pack so lots of people come and try come and join them uh from around the uk and from even further afield 
so there's a little bit of background there, a little bit of world mm-hmm. setting. The first thing we're going to do, I'm going to ask all my PCs to just give me a little bit of, one, if they've got any questions, ask any questions, and then tell me a little bit about what the character they think, who their character is, who they've created. Um, so quest- question one, you may have said that and I just missed it. Um, how many people are in our pack? Um, so it's a largest pack. Uh, I'm thinking roughly including you guys mid-twenties. Okay. Um, so it's not huge, huge. It's large for a pack, but it's not sprawlingly massive. But it's sure. big enough that there's quite a few people you're going to be interacting with, which I think makes it a little bit more interesting. Uh, that is one for everyone's RWD bingo, which is Luce has lengthy conversations uh, with herself between oh, multiple fully. characters. <laughs> Woohoo! Um, are we any other questions? Are we kind of I... kind of flesh out the if if um, assuming it's none of us uh, the alpha of the pack and how uh, it... I have created your alpha? Okay. Yeah, this is the one rule Luce nice. came to us with. Was like yeah, I was like no one can be the alpha. Not the alpha. <laughs> Some of you might, one of you might end up being the alpha, but at the moment, uh, oh. your alpha is uh, Ephraim Hart. Okay. Oh my gosh. Um, uh, what I'm kind of getting at is is thinking about, obviously there's an alpha who's in charge, but is it more uh, kind of autocratic with like, this is what I say, or is it kind of more they uh, they delegate or they have a sort of more democratic rule or that kind of thing? Or we can flesh it out later if you don't have. Well, we can flesh it out a little bit later. So the way it works, um, one of the the alpha has a rule called uh, has a move. The, the alpha can make. other ones can do this. Try this as well, which is called dominate, mm-hmm. which means uh, you have to roll to disobey the orders of the alpha. That is a specific move I would have to make as the alpha, which would only come into play when I feel like it would be needed to. So it's not something like you can never disobey the alpha, you can never talk to the alpha, things like that. Um, The way I imagine the pack is it is quite, it's not a democracy, but the alpha listens to what everyone has to say. Right. But he is like the be all and end all of decisions. So he will listen to everyone. He has a council. uh, He listens to people. He takes people's views on board. But when he makes a decision, that is the decision made for the pack. Cool. Okay. That makes sense. Um, Thank you. I had I had a question. Yes. Uh, which is, I just wanted to ask a little bit about, like, housing and structure. Because I know you said that we lived in the wild. And obviously we're, like, t- even though 20 people is a large pack, it's still quite a small group of people. So, like, presumably there will be, like, children. Is there, like, a school? What's the kind of... So, uh, you live... you So, the pack owns quite a large area of land around this old farmstead so there's the main farm building then there's the outbuildings as well and it's um the pack lives um in the main building uh there are children um one of the members of the pack uh was a school teacher and he sort of teaches you don't really have a lot of contact with the outs that with the mortal worlds yeah. you, you have enough that people can interact and can go into a town and sort things out but they're taught they, they know how to read and write yeah uh they know how to do basic maths uh but may, mo- mostly what they are taught is how to um control how to deal with the fact that they're a werewolf especially okay. for mm-hmm. children it can be quite 
not traumatizing, but it can be a little bit like, oh god, I turn into a wolf once a month, I'm, and I'm a puppy. Ah, um, yeah. bit weird. Puberty gone bad. Um, so okay. you know how to like deal with like the oh, I, I want to go chase things, but I'm on two legs right now and I'm going to fall over sort of so, thing. So it's kind of like, what I'm getting is like commune vibes in that we all yes, kind of very like, much a commune. We have our own room, but we all live in the same building. You all live in the same building. Um, there are, like, it's up to you. So some people um, bunk in a single room, some people bunk in more like hostel rooms if they want to be, if they're a particularly close like group of members, like a, a close group within the pack. Mm. It's very... Um, 60s hippie commune vibes and like communally raised children oh yes um children will know who their parents are but it is that whole thing of it takes a village everyone is involved with the future of the pack because the future because the children are the the, are the future of the pack so everyone's really invested in them okay cool Thank thank you sorry that was a convoluted question but yeah no it's not it's it's good that we're getting these things out so yeah, and so your alpha is uh, Ephraim Hart, H A R T, like the stag. Can I get a spell um, with the first name too, please? E P H R A I M, Ephraim. Thank you. Uh, he's an older man, late fifties, still very muscly, so quite fit. Salt and pepper hair, wears an eye patch. Odin. Pirate. <laughs> no. I've, yeah, I can't believe Odin invented eye patches. <laughs> uh, so, and, and coming out from under the eye patch, you can see um, essentially claw marks. Ooh, so scar. He, it's a scar. Yes. Oh, no, I meant like um, the, the lion. Yeah, I, I honestly like imagine sort of Jeremy Irons vibes. Very cool. Very cool. So, um, tell me a little bit about the PCs, your PCs, who are you playing, what are your names, what sort of characters are you? And then we will think about the skins you might want to take on, which is sort of the character builds, if it was analogous to D&D, it would be classes, uh, their skins are different members of the pack. So, tell me a little bit about your characters. Do we want to go in intro order? Makes um, sense to me. I'm fine if someone wants to, someone else wants to jump in. Um, go. <laughs> okay. Um, I will be playing Magda Mori because I like alliterative names. She goes by Mags. Um, and much like any campaign of a second campaign of a TTRPG podcast, I approach it from the position: What can I do that's not like Flora? Um, yeah. So the perspective I'm kind of going for is I'm very keen to a big part of Flora's story for me is her not sort of having a purpose and being a very listless person until something was sort of handed to her and she was like, oh, thank God. So in opposition to that, I'm very, very keen to build a character who has been given a sort of purpose, destiny, you know, something that they're like, and you will achieve great things. And she's absolutely like, no, thank you. Absolutely not. I I do not want a part of this. I'm going to go away. Um... So I, I want her to be sort of like physically awkward. I haven't decided if I want her to be short and round or quite tall and lanky, but something that she kind of like feels like she has to make herself smaller every time she's in a room. Um, sort of short uh, chin length, brown hair, brown eyes, um, and lots of freckles everywhere. So, because uh, obviously there's... T- uh- 
two different types of wolf in this season. There are born wolves and mm. there are made wolves. Are you a born or a made Mag- wolf, do you think? Mags is a born wolf. Born wolf. Mags has so was been... born into the pack. Yeah, Mags has been born into the pack. This is kind of all she's known. She's been told that she's going to be a great addition to the pack one day, be important in some kind of way, whether that's like her being groomed as an alpha or her being like given a sort of more medicine herb woman position. Something they, they they basically had something for her from a young age. And when she was in her sort of mid to late teens, like 15, 16, 17, she ditched. She was like, goodbye forever. And just sort of hopped off. So how old do you imagine Mags is? I imagine Mags being... She's going to be a little bit older than me. I think she's in her mid-twenties. Maybe even mid to late. So I think 26, 27. Very nice. Okay, so I've got a little bit of mags there and I think I know a skin that's going to fit that quite well, but we will have discussions with this because only mm-hmm. one person can be each, each. skin. Yeah. And these so, skins are like playbooks in um, yeah. Monster of the Week, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. yeah it's very similar. Uh, so who wants to go next, Chloe or Will? I don't know. Uh, uh, I'll go then. So I haven't quite yet settled on a name for my character. I've got a few options. Um, we can workshop. I'm, I'm at either Lawrence or uh, Declan right now. Ooh, I like both. Yeah. Uh, what? What? One. Uh, I'm, I'm described uh, Declan as being a little bit Grange Hill yesterday, <laughs> which I found quite funny. I'm right. Um, so maybe uh, so, describe what you think your character is going to be, and that might help decide on a name. Yeah, of course. Um, so my character is going to be a made wolf. Uh, he's a bit of a talker, uh, or at least he thinks that he is. Um, he c- committed just a few petty crimes and things like that as a human, um, one of which actually resulted in him being made into a wolf, um, a-, a werewolf. And, um, yeah, he's just, he's a bit slimy. He's sort of, um, mid, mid to late thirties. Um, so I'm thinking sort of, um, 35 to 38 kind of range. Um, he's quite pale, almost like sallow skin, usually wears like, you know, a suit without a tie kind of vibes. Mm. Is it a um, suit with a t-shirt underneath? Not, no, no. Cause that would be fashionable. This is like... <laughs> suit with just like a, a white shirt underneath like sort of sleeves rolled up and kind of unbuttoned sort of that kind of thing yeah um yeah yeah fancies himself as a, as a bit of a talker sort of um long um uh, mid-length black hair that's kind of usually slicked back you that's all that's all yeah yeah that's yeah that's that's that sort of vibe yeah i personally with that description, I'm definitely leaning more towards Declan as the name for some reason. I th- I, th- I think I think yeah I th- I think I agree. I think I'm Lawrence Declan seems then. like too posh or too clean. Jock. <laughs> yeah. No, no, he's um he's like skinny, like I say, sallow is probably the one that I'd use. Like very pale skin, like dark hair, always looks very tired, sort of thing. Nice. I'm yeah. I'm definitely feeling. Declan there. Really enjoy okay. Will yeah. and I both playing completely in the opposite direction to what we did last time. I, I know, I was like, I'm not playing another idiot shock. I've I've had enough of just doing combat. Let me let me do some <laughs> social interaction, Alfie. You will have no muscles and you will be good at talking. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I, I do have a skin in mind, obviously, but then there's um there's kind of the discussion part of yeah, that. Definitely. Um, but yeah, any any questions people have, go ahead. I will do my best to answer. I'm also going to be attempting an Irish accent. If it if it doesn't work out, then I will. Um, oh yeah, I it, but... set this in Scotland and then fully realised I'm terrible at Scottish accents. So uh-huh. um, this is why I said there's lots of people from all round in this pack. So I don't have to constantly do Scottish accents because that will only go badly. Joke, I do a Scottish accent in both my podcasts. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> you, you say both your podcasts like you've only got two. Yeah, haven't you got more than that? <laughs> In both of my TTRPG podcasts. <laughs> Chloe, what is your idea for your character? Uh, well, my character's name, because I also am a sucker for alliterative names, is Harriet Harper. Um, she's going to be a little older, so she's actually 39. Um, she is... Um, she is a maid wolf, was... Uh, turned in her sort of mid-twenties and Mm -hmm. essentially what she did was try to continue her life with her wife Um, didn't really work out too well because you know werewolves don't really mix with humans Um, so eventually left uh, and joined the pack and from then on she doesn't really have too much um, contact with like the human side of things uh and essentially Mm -hmm. she um essentially she's a a, a sort of older kind of wiser member of the pack um probably not she's probably not involved too much in like major decisions or like leading or anything but she's kind of one of the sort of people that, that provide guidance or you know um uh kind of help out where she can and is like tr- just trying to like keep everybody safe and happy and that kind of thing um yeah that is essentially mm. it uh oh in terms of like what Very she looks nice. like i haven't thought mm. too much about it i would like her to have really like wild curly hair don't know what color yet um, well, that's the if you're not quite sure, something that will help with that is there is um, a thing on the character sheets which is to do with look, right, and it yeah. gives you some ideas to think about those sort of things. Yeah, but I think she's so, she's kind of like yeah. a hippie aunt kind of a vibe, French teacher vibes. Yeah. So from oh, I was thinking her- like drama teacher vibes. Oh. Maybe a mix of always, always a good character question. What would your character teach at school? <laughs> Magda would teach Jim. Love that. Very exciting. Um, but so for everyone's character descriptions, I guess you could see why we picked the name Outcast for this season, huh? Oh, womp So, the skins that we're looking at, so we're going to talk through i'll give a quick rundown over all of them just so people know what all the options are some of them are definitely obviously the alpha is not an available one at the moment um but there's also, there's also ones i think are sort of the, your characters are leaning towards and there's some that don't really feel it but i will just run through all of them and see what jumps out so mm-hmm. i will read through the alpha one just so that you know what that role is so the alpha The pack is nothing without the alpha, and the alpha is nothing without the pack. You are their centre, their heart, and they give you status and purpose. 
How do you dominate your pack? Do you rule with fear, viciously punishing the disobedient? Or are you respected and loved by all? Maybe it's just complicated. Are the pack waiting to depose you or run into danger and die for you? There are many ways to be alpha, and the pack always reflects your inner self. Um, the next one is the cub. I don't think any of the character descriptions really match the concepts of the cub mm -mm. so far, no. but the cub. You are the newest member of the pack, a freshly bitten werewolf with only Maybe. a few changes to your name. You're learning the rules and making relationships with your new pack mates, but you're messing up a lot. They love you anyway. You're the younger sibling, indulging, indulged and frustrating. Are you desperate to prove yourself, enjoying being the baby of the family, or both? I would like to point out for that, for that intro, there was a cuss word in it and Lou skipped it. And yes, the baby I did. very much. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I don't want to be in the swear jar. Yeah, that, that is the, um, the Scrappy-Doo uh, skin yes. option. That's cruel. Um, That's a cruel thing to the say. The next one is the enforcer, which uh, mm. I don't, which I think is definitely an option for a couple of PCs here, if you're feeling like it. But there are other ones as well. But this one I think is definitely on the table as an option. So the enforcer. Every pack has someone willing to cross the line to protect their family, to do what is necessary to ensure their survival. Someone the Alpha can use as the ultimate threat. That is you. Your loyalty to the pack and the Alpha is strong and unshakable, but do you embrace your role, carry it as a burden, for those you love? Do you have any limits when pushed to the brink, and what do your nearest and dearest think when you go beyond the line? So I think that one's definitely on the table... Possibly for Mags. I think I know which one you're leaning towards, but that one's definitely on the table. Yeah, I mean, I'm leaning towards a later one, but if we yes. have a discussion and everyone thinks that this is maybe a better fit or would fit the dynamic better, like, I'm very open to... I haven't super focused in on any real backstory details. Yeah. So I'm, like, very up for changing stuff if people feel like it would be a better fit. Uh, the next one is the fixer, which I think is the one that Will is leaning towards. Uh, that's the plan, yeah. Yeah, so... The Fixer. Well, someone has to deal with the mortal world. Luckily, you just love it. The pack is your home and your family, but mortals hold a fascination for you, and you know their world just as well as your own. You love the way they smell, feel, and taste, and they love you back. Which is handy when the pack needs money, information, or something disappearing. But you exist between two worlds, more so than anyone else, and it pulls you apart. Dramatic end there. Yes. I'd be really interested <laughs> for like a changed or like a, a made wolf in this role, because I know I was leaning towards it, because like for me the description reads as like a very Princess Ariel kind mm. of <laughs> obsession with oh humanity. My God. But I think it's really interesting to have someone who like it's nothing to do with an obsession for humanity. It's just more like, I sort of know what it's I, like. Yeah, I used to be human, but yeah. now I'm a, yeah. But so, then I took a werewolf, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry. The next two, I think, are possibly ones that will work quite well for Harriet. Yeah, they're mm. literally the two that I wrote down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so That's great. The first is the grey pelt, the oldest and wisest among us. 
The Grey Pelt remembers the earliest days of the pack, the battles and rivalries of the long past, the wolves who died before we came to this life of teeth and rending. The Grey Pelt is an esteemed elder, a former alpha, mother and father to us all. Uh, And then the next one down is The Howl. The alpha may lead the pack in life, but you shepherd them in spirit. The pack respect you. They need your guidance just as much as the alphas, but in a different way. You can be the alpha's best friend and ally, or you can be biding your time to rid the pack of an alpha who threatens you all to damnation. Or worse, you can be both. Dun, dun, dun. Ooh. Yeah. I, I love I love the melodrama. <laughs> oh, of course. And the it's last great. one, which I think is the one that Am is leaning towards, yes. is the prodigal. Prodigal? How do prodigal. I say this word? Prod- prodigal. 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 Thank you. The like prodigal. madrigal, but prod. The prodigal. I like how madrigal is the word you went to that to explain. <laughs> Am what knows me. Picked? I just thought it was a funny, a funny one to pick. <laughs> I did too much choral a cappella at uni. Am knows me too well. Absolutely. Um, uh, we so, all went to the same university, and our university had um, six different a cappella societies. So, so we, we all had have more. This... We fully had no, more than more six. Than there were about nine. There were oh, six God, really? that were like I was, purely... I was, I was in the a cappella world for my undergrad for three years. Sucks to suck. Hey. I know it's. I dislike this about myself, but I was in like the weird group, so it's fine. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna <laughs> drop any specific names, like Semitone or something. Oh. Um. <laughs> Ew. So unnecessary. Mm. It could have been so. worse. You could have been in the theatre groups like me. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, yeah. Anyway. That's enough of so, that. Yes. Yeah. The prodigal. Prodigal. Shit. Prodigal. 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 Yes. The prodigal. There we go. That That's definitely one for the bingo. <laughs> <laughs> you used to be in the pack and you left. Circumstance has reluctantly pulled you back. You're here and you're committed for now. But it is hard finding your place again. Some have welcomed you back with an embrace. Some resent you. And one in particular you are probably avoiding. Yeah, I really like this one for Ooh. Mags. Um, my yeah, I think it, this that... works very well for Mags. Yeah. My worry about it is, especially with Chloe and Will, is I I really like the arc of, like, Chosen One-esque decides not to be chosen, but I don't want it to be too main character or take away from the other two. So I want, I want, I want both of your thoughts on it. I mean, I don't feel that it would end up being that at all and it i mean even if no it, me either even if it did i would not complain <laughs> also because i'm like my... i've been playing role-playing games with you as you're a very good role player yes. you know when to take a step back to let other yeah. people have their story so even if that is your arc you're not gonna push other people out the way so i don't think and... that's gonna be an issue yeah and the other thing i'd say is one of the things i really like about there being three character uh three player characters or three players um on this podcast means that there's always lots of room for people to roleplay anyway. Mm. Yeah, like it's true. different. It's different than if there if there were like eight people in the party. You know, yeah. there's just there's <laughs> that game so. I ran at uni. <laughs> um, yes, 
But yeah, I think it was eight. It was. It was. It was nine, nine. point. Um, if you guys are comfortable with that, then yeah, I'd, I'd really love to explore the prodigal for sure. Absolutely. Okay, fantastic. So Mags is that one. Yeah. And I think Will, are you thinking very much the fixer? Uh, definitely. I think there's cool. some interesting yeah. stuff in there. So yeah. If, so, uh, if possible, I also uh, adds a bit of balance. So. Yes. <laughs> so the fixer, and um, so Chloe. Between Grey Pate and Grey Grey Pelt and Howl, is either one of them jumping out a little bit more? Or I think I'm leaning towards the Howl a bit more, just because the yeah. Grey yeah. Pelt feels very much like like old wolf, you know. And yes. Harry isn't like yeah. elderly; she's just yeah. a little bit older. Um, so I feel like the Howl kind of makes sense for her because it's still she's cemented herself like. Uh, like as a role in the pack but it's not so like uh it's not kind of so mystical if that makes sense yeah fantastic something that i think is very cool i've just done the math and we have a collective minus one feral amazing (laughs) so talking about feral there are four stats in this game and i'm just going to get to the right page in the big book the big book. So there are four stats. Uh, they are teeth, which you roll when you are fighting, dominating, or doing any sort of physical stuff. Feral, being in tune with your inner wolf. And I find it very fun in that way that you're all maybe slightly yeah. bad at being a werewolf <laughs> in a way, <laughs> which will be very fun for me later on. We can change the scores, right? No? You can add a plus one to one of them. Okay. Um, so the next one is heart, which is emotional stuff, reading situations and people, and guts, which is disobeying orders, acting against the best interests of the pack, and acting against your nature. Plus so two babies. As each <laughs> of uh, those skins, you get a base stat block. So, for example, the howl, which is the one I have in front of me, is plus one teeth, plus two heart, zero guts, minus one feral. Hmm. And that's your base. And you get to choose one stat and add plus one. Hmm. And so you'll all have different starting stats, but you all get to choose one stat and add plus one. So Mm -hmm. what are we thinking for that? Everyone in feral? (laughs) Sorry, could you just repeat that one? Could you just repeat that? So you have your four stats, which are teeth, heart, Heart, guts, guts, and feral. feral. Mm -hmm. And you have that block. You get to choose one stat and add plus one. Okay. I think I am going to add plus one for for Mag. I think it makes sense for her character. Plus one to what, Feral. Feral. Okay, so Max is going to be plus one feral. But I have minus one uh, heart, so no one do any emotional conversations with me. Uh, <laughs> I am probably going to go the absolute opposite way and add plus one to heart. Oh, see, now you put me last, and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I, so I can run over two what heart. I do. He, he's good at his whole thing is emotions. Yeah. Well, I was also thinking adding to heart just because I don't think any of the rest really makes sense for Harriet. 
so you're gonna go to plus three heart yeah. i think that probably makes quite a lot of sense Ooh. for the howl yeah and then i'm just like really min maxed let's do it <laughs> yeah nice always love a good min max so you've gone for heart which is plus you 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 are also very good at mauling still that's true oh yeah you're very I good can, at. I can so we, we it's quite up. we've got quite a nice <laughs> mix so uh will what were you adding to uh heart please heart so plus two heart nice we are good at emotions you're good at emotions (laughs) (laughs) hey we we just play what we want to be right yeah (laughs) so i think the next thing we're gonna do is we're gonna go over the base moves that everyone has and just run through them uh, Mm -hmm. so we all can understand what they are so these are things that everyone has so Mm. the first one is dominate so when you order someone or several people to do something they object to doing, roll to dominate. You can make this move against NPCs and PCs alike, but not but against but uh, not against a pack alpha or anyone has a move that prevents them being dominated. And we'll go over moves in a little while. Um, sure. So, and if. When you're dominating, if what you're trying to do is trying to overrule the alpha, you need to make a challenge rather than dominate. So this is the rule where we might... There's not going to be... This is one where we're going to have to be very careful about... Not how we use it, but when we use it. This is one of the two we're going to have to be very careful about when we use it. Because if you roll a plus 10... um, PCs have to do what you order uh, for the next scene. So they can, after that scene is over, they go back to doing whatever they want to. But for that one thing, you you can order another player character to do something. Going in that, that is also going to take into account all the rules we have in place to make this a fun and safe space for all of us playing together. But that is something that we need to, when we are using that thing, we need to be aware of what we're doing with it. Um, so it, it is a very very fun mechanic but it's just something to be careful about and again it's that same thing 10 plus it works really well 7 to 9 yes works but maybe a little bit dodgily and then 6 or minus nope has not worked at all the next sort of basic rule is disobey that is when you try and disobey and the alpha's orders someone else's attempt to dominate you or the traditions of the pack. And we're going to go over the traditions of the pack last because we're going to build the pack together, essentially. I've got some characters in mind, but we're going to build the pack together. And again, it's the same. 10 plus, it works really well. 7 to 9, it works, but oh dear. And 6 or minus, it fails. Make a challenge. This is when you try and dominate the alpha or say, I'm getting rid of the alpha, I'm becoming the alpha, which is something you can do. Mm-hmm. You make a challenge. And then same thing with the 10, 7 to 9, and 6 minus. Mauling, that is when you attack something. Nice and simple. Uh, the next one that we're going to need to be, you need to be aware of, and we're going to have to be careful of, is give in to the wolf. So when you give mm-hmm. yourself to the wolf, you roll feral. And 10 plus, yeah. you get to choose things you can do. Um, 7 to 9 you get to choose one thing if you roll a 6 or lower on give in to the wolf 
I take over your character for the next scene and you do something awful. Yikes. Oh. So you, I get to decide what you take and I will make that, I will use that to move the story forward in ways that I want to do. Maybe it's something your character wouldn't normally do, but I am in control of your character for a scene. I will never do anything that anyone in the group is uncomfortable with. Yeah, absolutely. I'm putting that out there. Not going to do that at all. It will be things that progress the story forward. Um, um, can, you, that... can, you give a, can you give an example? Yeah, so it might be that, uh, for example, you are in a standoff with another pack and you try and give in to the wolf to intimidate someone and I say you completely lose control and you try and attack one of their members. Something sure. like that. Okay. Can um, I offer an example for understanding just so people can like yeah. have an idea of the boundaries. So, for example, if I roll given to the wolf and I fail, you get my character for a scene, you may severely hurt someone or even kill an NPC, but because one of my hard lines is violence against, like graphic violence against children and animals... That oh god no like uh, one of my hard lines yeah. is graphic violence against mm. children and animals that's yeah. never gonna come up in a okay. game i run cool. i'm a teacher i can't no yeah. that is one I was, like I was gonna say, the yeah. hardest lines i have yeah uh no that would never it like it might be that you uh it might be you give into the wolf and you attack another you might attack another pack member but it would be, would be an, an adult, adult pack member yeah. okay mm. cool sure um just, I just the want next to establish the relationship yeah. between like lines. And yes. Given to the wolf. So lines overrule anything. Yeah. Yeah. So I Good. can make your characters do things in if you give in to the wolf, and it's essentially the fact that you've gone completely feral. Mm. You can't control yourself, so I am then controlling you for that scene. Mm. Yeah. Is the concept behind that? Um, we then have harness the wolf, which is when you try and use the wolf to do something like try and sniff something out or track something and you get, and if you roll well you get questions you can answer act on instinct um when you use your superhuman abilities or act under a threat and the next two which i'm going to be encouraging you to do all the time <laughs> just Ooh. spill Werewolves' feelings and emotions are much closer to the surface than humans. Yeah. And the close nature of the pack means that you express them more readily. When you openly and truthfully Amazing. express one of the following, your desire for a pack mate, why you are hurting, what you are angry about, or what you are afraid of, you get to do add things to the pack pool. Um, and then the other thing you can do is you can get someone to provoke a spill. So if you ask Ooh. someone how they're feeling, you say, rather than just saying, oh, how are you doing? You say, I'm going to provoke spill. How are you doing? And roll, and they might then spill what they're feeling. So it's, it, it, that's why I'm talking, when I said it's going to be quite a role-playing heavy game, that's what I'm talking about. It's that concept of talking to each other quite readily. Can you provoke spill? Um, I can. I probably won't a lot. It's something that NPCs have the option to do mm. but i won't roll with that i think that's more fun when you try and provoke spill or you spill yourselves okay. you can definitely provoke spills on npcs and i'm not going to rule out that i'm not going to 
but I think it's a little bit more up to you as PCs to do that. Yeah. Cool. So, having sort of decided what characters we are, so as we look, so we'll go through and do the skins now. So, Declan, so your yep. name is Declan. I'm, I'm not going to assume. What are Zeklin's pronouns? Um, he, him. He, him. Fantastic. Is, is, the, is the plan? Things might change. Nice. Because he, what, him, for now. What, what, is, what is like human gender identity when you can also just turn into a werewolf? You know? Very exactly. true. Good point. It, it's, it's like whenever there's a vampire story and the vampire is like, yes, hello, I am very cisgender. I kind of just think... And very heterosexual. Like, I got, well, yeah, I can't, yeah, I'm very heterosexual. I'm like, you've been alive for like hundreds of years at this point. How are you, you know, so anyway. Fantastic. So then the next thing you are looking at is your look. Mm-hmm. So if we look at the fixer's looks, you have various things there. What ones are jumping out at you? Um, mask. Um, masculine presentation, that is. Um... Deep eyes, um, pale skin, um, like m- sort of mid-length hair, as I say, yeah. um, and like a face scar that is also visible when he's in wolf form, is what I'm going to say. Ooh, what is your face mm. scar? Um, it's just, it's a slash, it's, it's, it's a small one. Um, that kind of just curves the, the side of his lip. So it kind of goes from the side of the nose sort of just down over the lip on the right-hand side of his face. But it's uh, it's invisible but scaled up in, in, in Wolof form. Amazing. Okay, so mm. we're now going to go through that with our other characters and then we're going to move on to Heartbeats. So, Harriet... Pronouns. Yes. Uh, pronouns. She, her. Again, that, that could change. But for now, she, her. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think definitely a femme look for her. Um, I want to go with dark eyes. Much like my own. Huh. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, Chloe, stop playing such a self insert. <laughs> I can't believe you've self-inserted your werewolf and your werewolf just, sonar right, into this it's game. It's like my, my favourite feature of myself, so I'm just like, yeah, I'll put it in my character. If you haven't well. seen Chloe's headshot, she's stunning, and it's really <laughs> annoying. Oh, stop it. No, uh, but... Now, you wonder why Chloe agreed to come on this podcast. Oh, it's because everyone <laughs> loves me. Um, yeah, we're all secretly in love with her, that's why we are Yeah. <laughs> oh... See, it, the, the thing is, is the more that I pretend, the more that I, like, put it on of, like, oh, yes, feed me compliments, like, the more it just becomes true. <laughs> anyway, um, let's not get myself cancelled before we've even started. Uh, Build-wise, um, I think she's quite tall. I'm going to go with tall for that. Um, she, um, yeah. I thought I had a reason to like explain that and I didn't. So yeah, she's tall. Uh, yep. I want to say rough skin. I haven't really decided mm. what like she 
like her job or career wise was before she was turned but i feel like she's definitely the kind of person that would be making something or like like doing something rather than like sitting so sort of sort of like rough skinned you mean like like weather beaten or like calloused or yeah probably like calloused hands um as if probably uh she's she's likely to have been working outside uh, a lot that sort of thing um curly hair of course um, nice curly wild hair, um, mm-hmm. and oh, insert your own choice. Too many choices. Um, I'm just, I'm just, I'm imagining her as like um, uh, Trelawney from the Harry Potter films. I'm, that's just that, that was kind of the vibe that, that I was getting to. I, I love it so much. Like, it's well, just I gotta put head. the first one in the swear jar. Nah. You know, every time we mention Harry Potter, I gotta say <laughs> turfs. It's the law. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, valid. <laughs> I was sitting there and I was like, I don't want to mention Harry Potter, but it's just what's in but, my head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I, I get that. And point. also, I'm now picturing your character as Emma Thompson. Yes. I like yes. that. That's a good face claim. I love it. Um, so, yeah, I think she wears big glasses. Uh, but then, that, now this raises so many questions. I'm like, she can't wear glasses as a wolf. Can she see as a wolf? Interesting. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Time says yes. Problem solved. <laughs> I I am going to. I wear. I have to wear two pairs of glasses. Not 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 at the same time, dear listener. No, not at the same time. But I am. I am in my early to mid twenties, <laughs> and I have reading glasses. And yeah. seeing glasses. And I dislike this. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe she has reading glasses and she just ha- she just likes, likes the, what they look like, so she yeah. wears them most of the time. So, so amazing. So I d- uh, I do have a question, Luce, which is yeah? I guess they we have improved like health and regeneration and things like that. Yes, as as being part of the world. Yeah, I, I just a random fun character detail that I thought of for Declan was that he used to smoke and then stopped when he became a whale because there was no sense of danger about it. I love it <laughs> so much. That 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 gives so much to your character. Yeah, it's just it's just not cool to smoke if you're a werewolf because like yeah. you're gonna be fine. I yeah. hate so. Declan more and more every time you add. Something. That is the that is the aim. <laughs> I think I could fix him. Shut, shut oh, up. Oh dear. No. Anyway, Am, talking about yourself. Yes. Your character. Yes. Pronouns, what do they look like? Again, she, her for now, but we you know we're <laughs> recording in a few months. She might she might be a she, they, we don't know. Um, yeah, so, has... so out of context of the listener, we are recording this like probably five months before we're going to... Oh, fully. We have a so... full series to do of... We have the last series to do of ah, sad. Sky well, On. You've been, keep, you've been keeping up? What do you think is going to happen? Of oh, Erotic oh, Destiny. Goodness. Oh, I, I, Erotic chosen, Destiny. I think, chosen, yeah. Chosen. chosen. Oh. Trademarked. I know what the name of our podcast is. <laughs> we, we've only just adopted the thingy for, for when we, um, like, the, the moniker for, for going true. between different se- uh, like campaigns. So It'd be fine. You wait in the, in the future, it'll be like... Were you there for Rendezvous with Destiny Chosen? No? Yeah. You're not a proper fan. <laughs> You're not a true fan. Um, so I nearly Amazing. was like, so Flora. I'm like, I'm not playing Flora. Um, no. Max, 
Max is probably, I know it's not one of the tags on the sheet, but like it's in between femme and androgynous. I want like a, a tomboy look for her. Nice. So femme androgynous. Um, never seen out of jeans. Uh, with with angry eyes. She's a little firebrand. And uh, because Chloe has gone tall, because I was kind of j- j- uh, sort of... Yeah, you were debating. You're going to go short? Two. I think I'll go broad and short. So mm. she's like, um, I, you know more about rugby than I do. You know the defensive position that's like you have to be built like a square. Yes, that's uh, pop, kind of probably is what that's yeah proper linebacker or, li- or like linebacker in American football. Yeah, she's fat, not muscular, but that doesn't mean she's not very strong. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say tattooed skin. I I want her to have mm. tattoo sleeves. I love it. Yes. Uh, uh, who says who's who says uh tabletop games aren't wish fulfillment? I don't want tattoo sleeves. I would love like tattoo shorts, but not sleeves. Interesting. Um, huh. And yeah, she has very uh she's got sort of chin length, um, curly dark hair. Um and then my own choice is she's just gonna be so freckly all over. Um, just like lots of little angel kisses everywhere. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I love it. So, if you notice, you have something called a heartbeat, mm. and then next to that, your wolf path and your human path. Mm. So, what that is, it's two tracks. If you, when you mark these tracks off, that is how you progress your character and essentially level up. So, uh, what you you mark paths when you place your heartbeats, when you display pack culture, when you gain a fourth tie against NPCs, and these are links you have to PCs or mm-hmm. NPCs. Mm-hmm. And this, so, if you have four ties on the same PC, that means you gain get uh, you improve. You share a moment of heartfelt camaraderie, oh. and when a skin moves, tell you to. You can only mark a total of two circles from either path in a single scene. Um, if you're asked to mark a, mark a circle but the relevant path is full, you don't mark it. And so advances are... Pl- yeah. Okay. You need to fill up both and you advance. So what you can do to that point is you can add plus one to any stat up to a plus three stat total, including the starting number. You can choose a new move from your skin, and moves are something we'll talk about in a little bit, or you can choose a move from another skin. Um, definitely at the beginning of the game, I'm going to leave but you take moves from your skin. As the game progresses, then I'll be more open to you taking moves from other skin. Cool. If you can explain it to me why you want a thing from another <sighs> skin, I will talk about it, but especially at the beginning, when we first start advancing, stick to your own skin yeah. as such. So, when it says playing to your heartbeat, uh, it will tell you how many you can choose. So, uh, the Progodal, you get to choose three. Woohoo! The Howl, it might be choose three for everyone. I thought I saw choose two. No, it's choose three. Uh, So, you choose three of these descriptors for your character. And when Mm -hmm. you play towards those descriptors, you get to advance on those, the human path. So... For example, one of the howl ones is sacrificing. So if you see another of your pack in danger, 
and you take the hit for them that is you sacrificing being sacrificial being sacrificing so you would get that advance in that case another one is charismatic so if you're being charismatic if you decide to talk your way out of something you're playing into your charismatic thing so you get to choose three heartbeats for your character so have a look at your heartbeats each of you and i want you to choose your three and i'll give you a second or two and that give you a second or two and then we will go through what you have chosen so, so, sorry, remind me, like, what metric we're using to choose these, or...? Uh, what works for your character. Okay, um, as so in it's... things things for them to aspire to do, or yeah, things Yeah, things are? you think they... Things you think... Things they are. Okay. Cool, I got my three. Um... Yeah, I think I've got mine too. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm... I think I'm clear. So... What I can do is I will tell you your... Because I have made the alpha as a character sheet. Oh, cool. What I'll do is I will tell you the three that the alpha is so you can get an idea for the alpha. Mm. So the alpha is controlled, calculating, and protective. Fun. Cool. Yeah. I'm sure that's Okay, fine. so... Yeah. So everyone thinks they've chosen theirs? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so Will, what have you gone for? So uh for Declan I have gone for um Torn. Nice Quick. and uh Audacious. Love it. Mm. Fantastic. So Torn, Quick and Audacious. Uh, Harriet, Chloe, what have you gone for? I've gone for comforting, doubting, and secretive. Ooh. Hattie is so interesting to me as a character. <laughs> I don't know if she is mm. a Hattie. Mm. Oh, okay, sorry, I only said that because you've referred to her as Hattie like, before. Maybe Declan calls her Hattie and she's literally like, please do not. Mm. And Am, what have you gone for? I've gone for bruised, loving, mm. and drowning. Ooh, <laughs> this is going to be fun. Magda is a hot mess, y'all. Aren't we all? Aren't we? Yeah, all I think I think none indeed. of our characters are really doing okay. <laughs> a rendezvous with destiny, hot mess. <laughs> that hey, will be the again, next one we called it outcast for a reason <laughs> yeah. yes so as uh, in the system you have the base moves then each of your skins you get a series of moves that you can pick from and you get to pick two to start off with right so we'll go through each of you one by one so as Will, as the fixer, yep. you get to choose two of the following. Mm -hmm. Make it go away, which is a teeth roll. Mm -hmm. Once per session, you can use your contacts and resources to smooth over a problem in the human world. So, you know, that's the examples are blocking planning permission, dead bodies to dispose of, police coming knocking, knocking or journalists coming round. So you can make that problem go away. Yeah. Uh, once per session. Uh, the next one is gone to ground. 
if someone needs to hide something or someone, then you can do it. So you can pull in favors, you can ask people for things, and you can make that happen. Mm-hmm. And then the next one is resources, which is heart. Um, choose two spheres of influence. When you ask your contacts to help you with an action, then add a plus one ongoing for all related roles until the action is completing completed, or transfer the plus one ongoing until a, up to another character. So spheres of influence are things like police, celebrity, crime, business, social media, religion, occult, military, things like that. So you get you would choose two of those and you have ins with those groups. Mm-hmm. And then uh, sniff it out. When you work for your contacts for information, roll heart and you get to ask your contacts information to get, help you out. Yep. Or a cool head, you can take plus one guts. Out of those five, which two are jumping out to you? Are any of them jumping out? So of those five, I think a cool head is boring and just taking an extra stat yeah. is boring. So I don't want to do that. I like uh, Sniff it Out, definitely. Yeah. So when you're working with people, you can ask some questions. Yeah, I think for me it's either sniffer out or resources for the first one. Yeah. So uh, contacts. I feel like he would have. Well, either way, it's contacts, right? Yeah. Either it's way, it's the... contacts. So one of them, if they're involved, you get a plus one. So that means you add a plus one to whatever you roll when you're rolling. Mm-hmm. Or if they're involved, you can ask them questions. Is what the difference is between those two? Right. Yeah. Um, okay, I'll take um, resources. Yeah. For um, for crime and um, business. Nice. What's the difference? Am I right? Ooh. <laughs> um, and the. <laughs> I'm not even destiny. Um, huh. The the and the other one I would like to take is gone to ground. Gone to ground. Nice. When when I hide something, it stays hidden, uh, except, except bodies. Bodies, because that's that's a different thing. <laughs> Body bodies are tricky. Very nice. Okay, uh, I can't spell. Is apparently what's going on here. You you you're, you're dyslexic, so I don't think anyone will. I'm not dyslexic. I'm dyspraxic. There's a oh, difference. Sorry. Um, I still fully cannot spell, but that's not because I'm dyslexic. That's just because I'm bad at spelling. Right. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I'm just a bit dim. Uh, I, I nearly just said loose isn't canon dyslexic. <laughs> oh my god. Ew, grim. <laughs> What's happened to me? How do you know yeah. you're not a character in a book? That's upsetting. <laughs> okay, so moving on from that. So howl <laughs> moves, so you get to choose two of the following. Um, Gias. So yeah, when you say... I don't know say... either, don't you? Worry. I think it's pronounced Gias. <laughs> Gias, Gies. I'm pretty, something. Look it up I'm pretty confident so it's Gias. Gies, uh, I'm also, if you rob anybody. I'm also... Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm also a... convinced Am is just saying it like that, so she gets to, like... Semi cast yes. without it being no, it's uh, a, a jar. It's a, it's a cleric move. I'm pretty it, like it's a it's in the cleric. Yes, yes. I'm yeah. pretty convinced. Can't believe it's D&D an ancient invented Greek the con- thing. 
Can't, yeah, I can't believe D&D invented the concept of fate. So, Gias, when you say, don't tell another soul and share a seek with a pack mate, add plus one to the pack pool and take Ooh. a tie on them. To reveal that secret, the pack mate must disobey you, which is a move. Prophecy. Um, yeah, so uh, cannibalism is sort of a thing in this game. Yeah, I um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Prophecy. When you consume the flesh of a willing pack mate, make one short prophetic statement about that pack mate. So that doesn't have to be the eat them. You could just yeah. you know take a bite. Um, I mean, if the prophecy is short term, then give that pack mate a choice. If the prophecy is long term and you get to decide, you get to mark one box of your choice on your advancement scale. Hmm. Speak with the pack. You can communicate across any distance in either human or wolf form with the pack to oh, convey a message? short message. Yeah. Silver tongue. When you attempt to persuade a pack mate to comply or ignore a tradition, disobey or obey the alpha or challenge the alpha, roll plus heart rather than what you'd normally do. When oh. using this move, you would normally trigger the make the challenge move ignore make the challenge move um speak with the dead when you consume the flesh of the recently dead roll plus heart on a plus 10 ask some questions on a seven to nine ask one question so if you come across um a dead body and you need to figure out what they're doing you can bite them and then they will hopefully tell you how they died yeah I fully, think... fully, fully respect the game being like whichever way you slice it, you're eating someone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yes. Um, which two of those are jumping out at you? I think I definitely want to take uh, Gaius. Yeah. Whatever, however you say it. Um, it's Gaius. Get in the geese. comments. <laughs> and I, uh, I'm tied between prophecy and speak with the pack. I think because prophecy is so cool. But speak with the pack would be incredibly useful. <laughs> How comfortable are you with like role playing eating people? Uh, is the question. Is the real question. I mean, I wouldn't get into the gory details, but otherwise, I would be happy. Uh, with so it. remember that as you advance, you can take moves from this. True. So this maybe true. think about what will be. I'd, if you're leaning towards the twos at the beginning of the game, I'd probably say speak with a pack is going to mm. be more useful. Yeah, that's And then when you advance, say. take prophecy. Yeah. I forgot about that. That actually does help. Let's do that then. Yeah. Speak with a pack. T- take prophecy to fully live out your, um, your uh, Emma Thompson in <laughs> He Who Shall Not Be Named books uh, <laughs> oh, reality. Oh, just... Uh, yeah. 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 She, she just <laughs> is. You know, I don't even care. Like, Emma Thompson's great. Oh, she right. is. <laughs> and am. So the progodal moves. Heart grows fonder. Mm-hmm. When you dominate a pack mate by leveraging your relationship, you can choose to roll your ties against them instead of teeth. It is as higher. Mm. So you can, because your teeth is plus one, but if you have, say, two or three ties on a pack mate, you can roll the number of ties. Mm. One for the team. Subsume your needs for the needs of the pack. Take plus one forward and add plus one to the pack pool. 
Call in a favour. Sorry, can you can you explain what um, the pack pool is? Please? So the pack pool, you have um, certain things you do. So certain moves, certain things you do, add things to the pack pool, which is mm-hmm. like pluses you can add when you're rolling. Um, there are certain rules in place. Uh, you when you're rolling with the pack ball, it has to be for the good of the pack. But so if someone's attacking the pack, you can say, "I'm going to take from the pack ball." Everyone has to agree, and you can then say, if you're going to maul them, you can add those, add the, add that to your maul attack. So you do a lot of damage, or you can use the pack ball to roll certain to ha- have things happen. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to explain, when we build the pack, I'm going to explain pack pool in a bit more, but it's something you have as a group, as the pack. So PCs and NPCs can use it. NPCs can only use it if you decide they're allowed to, as PCs. Yeah. But it essentially helps the pack. It's something okay. you use to help the pack. If they're under attack, if you're trying to do something, you can either take it as plus ones, or there's certain specific things that the pack can do. Cool. That makes sense. So, one for the team. You can add one to the pack pool, essentially. Mm. Call in a favour. Uh, you have made strong ties outside the pack. Erase plus one point of tie on any pack mate to buy a favour from someone outside of the pack. This must be with someone who would reasonably give you a favour. Set apart. Take plus one guts, max three. Uh, you've been away a long time, so you c- it's easier to resist all the mm. things going on around you. And healing. Wolves can't exactly go to the hospital, so you are the trained medic of the pack. You can keep a cool head, stitch and wound to save a life, but someone died while you were away from the pack, and someone hasn't forgiven you for that. Ooh. Choose who died, and a pack mate will take a plus one tie on you for your guilt. And so, and when you're healing someone, you can either roll guts or your the ties yeah. against them. So, yeah. are any of them jumping out at you? I straight up wasn't going to take healing because for me, it doesn't make sense for Mags's character for her to be a trained healer both in or out of the pack. But the drama, um, the, drama. <laughs> the drama. So we're going to uh, go healing. <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race Rattlesnake sound. I think I'm definitely going to take one for the team. One for the team. That's absolutely one of the moves I'm taking. Um, Call in a favour. For me, it was kind of between call in a favour and set apart. But like Will said, just taking a bonus is boring. Um, And call in a favour. We, Luce and I, to playtest the system, have done a game yeah. where we explored some of Max's backstory, which was in London. And so for yeah. me, calling a favour doesn't make sense because she wouldn't know anyone in the nearby surrounding area. She wouldn't at all. I will she categorically say that. Yeah. She has friends in London that she can call upon. Yeah. But, but they'd have she to doesn't know anyone the in the area. The, they'd have to cross the entire country, basically. Yeah. So I think I will take healing. Actually, I really nice. like the idea of her being like a, um, uh, a sort of like, like war cleric battle healer kind of like trained. Um, yeah. And then she ditches. I don't know. I, I'd like to save choosing who died 
until we move to pack discussion though if that's okay. yeah we're gonna I'm, we're gonna yeah. do the pack then the next thing we're gonna we're gonna do pack first then we're gonna do pack mates and who you got ties on okay cool so then because then we as a group i'd love to for us to like collectively decide who died yeah okay so pack um we have we build the pack together yeah. so that we can work so for that i've we have the alpha but i've created a couple of other npcs mm. so you have um elaine who is i sort of roughly made them as characters but now i know what stats you guys are elaine is the greyback she's not a pre Ooh, okay. the, the the gray pelt she's not a previous a alpha no she's I, she's <laughs> the gray pelt she's not a previous alpha as such but she was um in a relationship with two alphas before uh ephraim sorry with both of the previous two alphas no 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 with... so Eph- so there was an alpha another alpha then ephraim mm. and she was in a relationship with the first of that line essentially Ephraim is her grandson. Ooh. She is ancient. Um, werewolves age slower than mortals, mm. but she is still an ancient werewolf. She doesn't really go out on hunts anymore. She tends to stay in the farmhouse. She's over a hundred she is completely silver white fur um so that is elaine no she does shift but once she shifts she stays shifted for a long time okay uh all of you can you have to shift on a full moon but you can shift when you want Mm. uh elaine is getting to the age now it's she's not dying but she's very old and you don't think she's going to see many more winters. Yeah. And so that is Elaine. She is the grey part of the pack. You also have Anton. Why do Anton, you say that with a smile that. in your voice? <laughs> Anton is oh, 15 God. years old. Oh, God. <gasps> oh, God. It's, it's Scrappy too. <laughs> he's a born wolf. He was born in the pack. You've all grown up with him. He's now 15. He's very much in the puppy stage still. Mm. Whenever he turns into a wolf, like his fur's not quite right. His paws are huge. He trips over them all the time. Um, Am I related to him? You're not Mm. related, but you're older, but you grew up together. I feel that I have family, quote unquote, members who like. I'm He's not essentially a cousin. Related. Yeah, I'm not biologically related mm. to them, but we are like cousins because our parents are close. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And cool. you also have Roy. Uh, they are a maid wolf. They are maybe 1920. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, shaved back and sides long sort of mohawk braid muscly tattoos they sort of 
you know, if there's something going on, they're there. They ride a motorbike. Oh my god. Ah. Are are they the resident Thembo of the uh, group? Yes, they are the Thembo. Are they the enforcer? They're not the enforcer as... At the moment, they are filling that role. Mm -hmm. But as things shift and change within the pack. But we could sway them to our side and give them lots of kisses. Yes. Not them. (laughs) So... We are now going to make our pack. So, pack culture. There's a list of things we choose from, and we choose three of them. So we choose at least three. Mm. Um, These are the bits of shared culture which bind the pack together, small but powerful. Each time you demonstrate them in play, cross off a circle on either the wolf or the human path, defend, depending on the form you are in when you display the culture. So mm. when you're crossing off mm. on those paths, if you are a human, you cross off on the human path. If you are a wolf, you cross off on the wolf path. Sure. So uh, shared slang is something we're going to talk about in a second. Then we choose three or more from the rest of the list. So the list is... Run and hunt together as wolves. Any chance you get. Wait for the alpha to eat first. Physical closeness. You are always hugging, falling asleep on each other, ruffling hair, fighting and jumping on each other. Look at the floor when you are admonished by the alpha. Dress code. Is there something in the way you all look? Sharp suits, lumberjack, chic... Etc. Etc. You don't look identical, but there's a shared style. Taboos. Unacceptable behaviour. Something you don't talk about. Food rituals. Food is important. You have rituals around it and the enjoyment of it binds you together. Or we can create our own. Are any yeah. of you those jumping out at you? Food rituals Knowing the is way really I've... out to me. Knowing the way I've created the pack, I'm going to say... Waiting for the alpha to eat first and looking at the floor when admonished by the alpha don't really fit in. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, for me, food rituals absolutely jumps out. Yeah, food rituals. Uh, What is the food ritual that... So we'll discuss together. What is the food ritual that the pack has? I'd love to do something about the responsibility of providing a meal. I don't know what, what what the sort of criteria for it would be but like i don't know maybe the first time that you turn you have to organize a meal for the whole pack or or something like that that shows like it's an indicator of responsibility and community maybe Maybe when you reach a certain age you have to help with the cooking yeah it's like a coming of age thing i think and this yeah oh this is so and so's meal that's cute yeah yeah i like that So coming of age, you make the meal. Mm. I like that one. Are there any other ones that were jumping out at people? And we can make our own, remember this. I have taboos was jumping out at me, but I'm not sure where to go with it. So there's there's something that is taboo in the pack. Yeah. um, You never um, show your teeth to another pack member. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. Because like, like that's 
Because because that's something that like animals do, and we aren't yeah. animals. You don't ah. bear your teeth to pack. I like that a lot. Mm. And then any kind of the idea of having any kind of in pack like conflict, not being settled by fighting if you can help it, is yeah yeah yeah. So we've got when you come of age, you make a meal for the pack so that you know you're taking on the responsibility you don't bear your teeth to pack and what is our third going to be i really like physical closeness i just think it's nice i'm a hugger but if mm. the other two don't feel comfortable with it i totally understand um i don't know because i'm not really much of a physical close person like in real life obviously this is not really actual physical closeness so i don't really know mm. How comfortable I'd be with it? It's not like, it's not a. I'd never be uncomfortable with it. Yeah. If that makes no, I sense. feel you. We can we can make up something else. Yeah, we I, we can make something up. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys have any yeah. ideas? Um. Uh, not not really. Well, well, both Chloe and I have suggested one. Am is there any? Are there any others that you like? I, I suggested food, food rituals. rituals. You're the person who hasn't suggested oh. one. <laughs> no, I suggested one. We worked together, Will and I. What did yeah. you suggest? The, yeah, um, you, yeah, yeah, you worked together. What if um, building on Am's idea of the coming of age, if there's some kind of uh, ritual that maybe even the food ritual could be part of, that because obviously not everybody is going to have grown up in the pack, there's mm. some sort of maybe an um, initiation kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Like I will say you have to go through. There are have to be traumatic. Um, yeah, there are a couple more options in the book, which I will tell you as well. Okay. Um, which is um, the pack always hunts together every full moon. Uh, the alpha is always offered the best prey. Estranged pack mates sit eating on the floor. Oh my gosh! <laughs> the table seating. The yeah. table seating arrangements are according to pack status. The alpha serves everyone from a communal plate. I like that um, one. Looking That's in someone's eyes is a challenge, but because we've got the teeth thing, I think that sort of brands out. Yeah. Everyone has a tattoo brand of the pack symbol. Um, I also like that one. Ooh, I like that one too. Once a year on the blue moon, there is a meeting under truce of all of the packs. Ooh. Um, I really so like I, I like the tattoo one there. Yeah. It's got just a small tattoo to, um, you know, to represent the pack. Uh, I do also like the idea of there being some way to venerate pack dead. If there's like a graveyard where there's like mm. a yearly sort of um, wake for them. Well, or we can perhaps. take more than three. So Why don't we, we could do tattoos yeah. and there is a pack like a, like graveyard a, some I'd, sort of wake or veneration i'd also like to say if we do take the tattoos which i think is really cool i think magda one of her sleeves is covering her pack tattoo Ooh, Ooh. i like it oh yeah spicy she, she, she got that cover up sis nice so the next thing we need to figure out is shared slang hmm so, shared slang. We agree five words of shared slang. Um, if you use it, you get to cross off a path. But 
it's only once per session. Even if you use it lots and lots and lots, you can only cross it off once. Sure. So mm. there are some uh, examples. So slang for werewolves is wolves, wears, kin, lupines, or loops. Insults, mutts, dogs, mongrel, rabid, coyote, lapdog, cur, good boy, stick fecture, uh, rabid, humans, prey, smooth skin, dinner, tames, furless. Changing from human to werewolf, the change, the transformation, putting on fur, the first time you change, the harrowing, the becoming, the forging, um, the act of making a werewolf, the bite, the gift, rituals, uh, communion, which is maybe like eating as a pack, the blood hunt, moon hunt, a new werewolf, cub, pup, youngling, uh, the leader, Alpha, the dominant boss. We don't have to use those, but those are some ideas. I so, have... what sort of slang? I have a suggestion. Yeah? I thought building off like bearing teeth at someone being something you don't do to the pack. I thought maybe like challenging someone to a fight or like disrespecting the pack could be known as like slang for that could be grinning. Ah, oh, I like oh, it. Yeah. Love it. Grinning is disrespecting the pack. Anyone else have any other ideas about slang? I mean, there's a lot of examples. I'm just trying to pass through them all in my head. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, of I'm, course. I'm, yeah. Not mentally scrolling through my head. Um, <laughs> mentally scrolling through in my head. Can you tell? Uh, can you tell I was up at six o'clock this morning? Oh well. Um, <laughs> um, I I don't know why, but like smooth skins for humans popped out at me. Yeah. I just think it's it's got that slight little uncomfiness to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, that makes me laugh. Yeah, smooth skins. I'm just gonna check that isn't a real life slur. Good idea. The Good, only yeah. thing that the only thing I can think of it in is um is actually the Fallout games. It's what ghouls call humans because they're all like um like corrupted and stuff. Hmm. If we've got food rituals, would it be worth having a food-based of... one? Yeah, mm. like, I mean, perhaps uh, a word for just, like, meat or prey or something. Like, um... What if we just called everything steak to confuse things? That'll be fun. Ah. <laughs> food um... equals steak. <laughs> we don't have to do that. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> I think maybe something like the, um... Maybe there is. You don't have to go on every time. There is a, expecting like the the pack does go out hunting on does go out on the full moon, and maybe that's called the howl. Yeah, Ooh, that's cool. Would that not yeah, be like confusing that. with Chloe's character? Is my yeah. I was just worry. thinking that. Oh yeah. Oh, the baying the then. Because mm. that's another word for howling. Baying. baying. Yeah. Because that can that's actually almost better because we can it can be used as a verb as well. Mm. Yeah, so the full moon hunt is called the baying. Mm. Yeah, I like that. 
Lizzie, you're going to share this uh, information with us in resources. Yes, please. I'm writing Thank it you. onto the master uh, document. Good, because I've only got half of the things I should have written down, written down. <laughs> I've Keep also forgetting. So we've, we've got disrespecting pack is grinning. Humans are smooth skins. The full moon yeah. hunt is the baying. So we need two more. Um, yeah, so one one of the things that we, uh, or the, 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 that I sort of introduced was to do with this um, yearly kind of veneration of the dead. So something yeah. like that, if anyone's got any ideas. Yeah. I'm, I'm um, trying to think of. Yeah. Something to, I don't know, like the vigil? I like the vigil. All that's in my head is like the passing I was thinking the passing. Um, oh, the, 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 the passing. Passing is good. Yeah. And then I yeah. was wondering if, like, we could have any kind of sort of afterlife imagery. That's cool. And whether mm. it would be more specific to that. Kind of like maybe like sailing down a river, for example, I think is a thing. I think something. Maybe um, Eternal Hunt is like yeah. a passing yeah. idea. The, the Join, maybe the when someone dies, it's not that they've died; it's that they have joined the eternal hunt. Yeah, or just join the hunt. Join the hunt. Mm. That's cool. I don't know whether join the hunt would get a little confusing. Yeah, I, li- I like, I like, I like the eternal hunt. Okay. Eternal hunt. Yeah, separates it out. Also, yeah. also, just random thing, which I think makes sense. Uh, I think months should be called moons because that's the most important yeah. thing about yeah. them. That's where the word just, month came from. So, yeah, yeah. Just there uh, we go. I think we have, cool. we've got we've, five. Re- we've sorted regressed the slang. <laughs> and as yeah. we go on, we can always add more to this. Yeah, but I'm sure we will. So far, so our base slang is: if you disrespect the disrespect the pack in general or someone within the pack, that is grinning. Mm-hmm. Um, humans are smooth skins. The full moon hunt is the baying. If someone is dead, they are not dead. They have joined the eternal hunt, and months are moons. Oh, and there was the passing as well. Unless you said that. In. Um, I didn't write that in. I can write that one in as well. So we have the passing as well. So the passing Which... being specifically the ceremony. Is... The ceremony, yeah. 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 There we go. We've got quite a nice group there. Yeah. So. Now we've got to figure out what our pack traditions are. Mm. So, for example, um, there's one given there an example, which is one that I would like to have, mm. okay. which is pack traditions. Um, so the first one we have, which is the one we're going to have, is secrecy. Mm. Not a single soul must know about the existence of werewolves, and you must kill any who discover your secret. Yeah. If you kill them or not is up to you, but werewolves are secret. I have an idea. Cool. Yeah? Go ahead. Uh, legacy. The main goal of all of us is to continue the survival and success of the pack. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, so, like no one person is more important than uh, yeah. yeah, like having children, continued. raising children, like making more werewolves. 
So we've got Legacy. That's a little awkward for the party lesbian over here. <laughs> you, can uh, bite, you can bite someone. You, yeah, you can just bite people. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, true. You can bite people. It's like much easier than... It's actually yes. easier. <laughs> so, yeah, it's much easier than human um, reproduction. Which is maybe an idea for the last tradition, which, like, I don't have a solid idea on, but we, even though we are a large pack, and one of our things is we want to expand is, you know, and continue the success and survival, we're still 20 people. So maybe, like, the other tradition is, like, in conflict with that? Like, something about, like, we all have to be, I don't know, really good at being werewolves? Um, mm. There are some examples I can give you. Yeah. So the traditions are sort of, like, unwritten rules that everyone follows. So you right. can break the traditions. You have the role to break them, but you can. <laughs> so, um... <And>. Here are some <laughs> ideas. No one may create a new werewolf without the alpha's permission. Uh, I like that one. I like it Only too. the alpha may create a new werewolf. Ooh. Relationships with humans must be disposable. When a pack member needs help, you give it. Um, never kill another werewolf. Never hunt a human. Never eat another werewolf. I, uh, I, I think like... we all quite like the no one may create a new werewolf without the permission of the alpha there. I like yeah. it. I yeah. do have a question about it. Yep. Which is, do we consider werewolf babies making a new werewolf? No. If, no. When it's saying no one no, may like create a new, okay. that's turning someone. Okay. So, we, we, so turning has to be done with the alpha's alpha permission. permission. Which brings into the yeah. question... What did Ephraim say about, like, who bought you two before Ephraim and was like, can I make them a werewolf? Yeah. Cause that... I, my, my other thing uh, could be a potential character idea was that my character was not created in accordance with that. And so is, like, kind of has a well, slightly, almost a slightly lower status in the back because of that. I have Will a question about this, which idea. is something I need uh, to ask. <laughs> Which NPC was banished from the pack for violating <gasps> tradition and what happened? Well, everything's lining up. So, Will? do we like the idea that someone bit one of the two of you without yes. permission of the alpha? Trying to work out and who, like, who it makes could, more could, sense. Could, could it potentially be someone that was quite close to Mags, and that's why Mags left the pack, because Ooh. this person got banished, and Mags was like, mm. Yeah, I mean... I know, because obviously Mags was born in the pack, so maybe one of Mags's parents? Like sister. Or or parent, parent, uh, yeah, yeah, parents sure. or siblings? Parent or sibling. So it wouldn't make sense then for it to have been um, who turned Harriet, because Harriet would have been turned when Mags was very young. Um, I've done the maths. You would have been turned when Mags was about five years old. Yeah, so they're. Well, I suppose you could still leave when you're older because because like, I found well, out. Parent yeah. was banished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, do either of you have a strong like? Do you think you would? What What would your relationship with one of Max's potential parents be? I also haven't decided her background, so she could have a single mm. mother, a single father, biological, who she knows about. Like, it's up to you guys. Like, what I'm envisioning is there are. Within the pack, there are people who are in monogamous relationships, mm. mm-hmm. but there are also people who are very much poly, like 
yeah multiple partners and that's fully accepted yeah so there's monogamy there's polygamy as well mm-hmm. so it could be that like you know who your biological parents are but they you were raised by everyone yeah exactly yeah maybe the last healer maybe it's not a parent but the last healer who mags really looked up to who was training her yeah like a mentor yeah one of them Mm. yeah so that's why that's why when she left because they kicked them out and they were like oh well you know at least we have mags and then she left as well and then that's why there was the death Mm. yeah so i do have a question about this in that if the idea is no one uh no one can create a new werewolf without the permission of the alpha are we saying it's that that they would have to like take somebody and and that person would say hello i want to be a werewolf or is it more i've eyed up this person i think they'd be good for us can i turn them and take? i think it could be both okay um probably more likely to be the second Mm. but if someone came across someone and was like oh they and had a conversation with them at random like oh i think they're a good fit and they seem to want to be a werewolf they could petition but more likely it's i've seen this person they do this i think they'd be a good addition okay yeah Yeah. in that case because yeah i I was just wondering because if it was the first one it would make no sense for harriet at all um so the second one makes a lot more sense so i'm happy if will you want declan to be the the one who was turned illegitimately Uh, yeah is 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 that okay? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Great. Uh, so I'll go ahead with that then. The last healer turned Declan illegitimately have... was banished from the pack. I would like to. I have an idea to kind of develop on that a little bit. Yeah. Just for character reasons, and well, if you don't think it's going to do, you can totally like reject it. But maybe the last healer turned Declan to save him. Ooh. Definitely possible. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like you you're not in favour of it. I, I mean, it's fine. I feel like that's maybe a little bit uh, like like generic as a storyline, perhaps. But yeah, um, you can come up that. with why you were we saying. We can come up with something else. I just I want a yeah. reason for Mags to like, like if this if the ex late healer like turned Declan for like very ma- like materialistic or selfish reasons, it doesn't make sense for me to for Mags to look up to them. Well, yeah. maybe that's why Mags ran away because she did look up to them. Then they, then she found out they did this. Yes, that's good. so she ran. That's a good idea. Mm. They might not. Have you know, even maybe needed... the the healer wasn't even like they hadn't even had their comeuppance for that. It was just like had been brought into pack discussion. Mm. Yeah, um, they might not have even needed a reason. It could have literally yeah. been yeah. a losing control situation. They could have, yeah, they could. They could have just, yeah, lost control. We can figure that out. That might be something that no one really knows what happened and that will come up further yeah. in the game or we want to figure that out together. I'd also be happy for Mags to totally not know what happened. Um, and that could be yeah. something you and Will discuss privately and yeah. a, a good story yeah. for later. Nice. The next question I have to ask. Which player has secretly violated a tradition? <gasps> what happened? Secretly makes me look at Chloe. Yeah, I th- <laughs> I think that can well combined with some of the the how moves were about yeah things staying yeah. secret, right? Uh, What's so... Harriet done? So I... our traditions are must keep it secret. We want to continue the survival of the pack, and 
turning has to be done with the alpha's permission. Well, because this is an idea, but obviously the previous healer was banished from the pack for violating a tradition. But maybe the idea is when they're banished, there's the maybe there's the thing that they can earn the forgiveness back, but you killed them before they could do that. Because that's killing someone who's was a member of the pack. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's just an idea. Come up with other ones as well. Yeah, um, I think it's... Keep it's it secret not and Harriet's like... wife. Oh, Sorry, it could be something that? to do with Harriet. Yeah. I said keep it secret and Harriet's wife. That seems like a natural conflict. So... That's a good point. Because my initial yeah. sort of idea was that... Um, was that she was like, no, I'm going to go live with my wife. So her wife will naturally know. Um, yeah. Yeah. But that is would that have been her before wife, her, her, her... joining the pack, really. So maybe that's, I don't know if that really counts as breaking a tradition, but it's kind of or, a conflict or of she's still after, out there somewhere. After joining the pack, yeah, she went to see her wife and... Well, because uh, the way the pack works, it, people have to be turned with the alpha's permission. You, someone, you would have been brought to the pack and turned, and then maybe you went and told your wife before you yeah. came back to the pack. Because I kind of wanted it to be that they had tried to sort of live on their own, um, but it, they they couldn't mm. really, um, they couldn't contain it or they couldn't do whatever, um, and so Harriet had to leave and go and join the pack. Was kind of what I was thinking. If that doesn't fit in with what we've kind of established, then I can. No, I think it does. So Harriet was turned and was like, "Oh, you're now part of the pack," and she was like, mm, "No." Went back to her wife for a while, even if that was maybe only six months a year, mm. but. The wife now knows, and then because it didn't work out, Harriet came back to the pack because it was the only, the only people who could understand her. Yes, yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. So and, your yeah. wife so knows I... about werewolves. She does. Uh, so yeah, that would be breaking the secrecy, I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I like, I kind of like the killing the former. Healer just we to, could like, do both why things. not you, you, but, you, you could have done both yeah yeah i kind of like it but i just don't really know why she would yeah. do that so to, to, to cover up for her secret i yeah but i feel like everybody okay. just kind of knows yeah yeah okay. i might do something with that so i think that makes more sense and fits better uh, yeah the secret so one. very nice we've sorted that out so linking in with the concept of pack pool that i was telling earlier so you can spend pack pool, but you can also, if you have pool there, you have moves you can make, which are mm. defend territory, which is eight pack pool. Um, so that is you defend your territory, you improve your next role um, during the scene. In your nature, which is 10, you know what move the enemy would make and you have a contingency planned or overwhelm them which is 12. No matter the odds, your pack comes together and you fight as one and you win. Yay. But that is 12. So that is a lot of pack pool. Yeah, that's like doomsday sort of big red button kind of emergency, yeah. Will, could we grab a pack pool channel um, just so we can keep track of it? Yeah, so we can take track of it. Um... The last thing we're going to do on your character sheets, you each have a question to do with a pack mate. Mm. 
So we're going to answer those questions and then we're going to end this character building session. Cool. Oh. So, Declan, Will. Yeah, I'm I'm scrolling up. (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. Why do you feel you want to leave the pack? Which pack mate could get you to stay and why? They take a plus one tie on you. So that pack mate can be a PC or an NPC. Yeah. So... Why do you feel you want to leave the pack? Um, I think the obvious one is just struggling with being sort of out of society, and that's sort of what I was yeah. going for with Torn as well. Yeah. Um, in terms of who could stop me, um, uh, like wanting to do it, uh, there's a few options which are. Um, Mags, because she's left the pack and come back, like, for a reason. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of being like, what's it like living in the outside world while also knowing you are a werewolf? So that was definitely one that I was thinking. Yeah. Um, and remind me of the NPC. So there's Ephraim. So there's um, Ephraim, who is the alpha. Alpha, yeah. Roy is like an enforcer sort of deal. Roy is sort of an enforcer, the Zembo of the group. Sure. There's Anton, who is the cub, the puppy. And yeah. Elaine, who is the old wise woman, essentially. Yeah, I think the one that makes most sense is Mags. Mags. Unless, unless you don't vibe with that, Am. No, I do. I think that's really cool. Okay. So Mags, That's she like came back, back, why? She came back, why? What's it like living in the outside world with like the challenges of yeah. having a little yeah. persona? <laughs> okay, so... up with for being a werewolf? Yes. This is the campaign. Am, mm-hmm. you have a tie on Declan. Okie dokie. So, where are you? You are the product tie on Declan very cool so as you can see you may spend these one for one on rolls against that PC so you could use that tie to add to a roll cool and I don't spend it like I I have it for the whole game I think you can spend it I will double check the rules on that okay how how long can i have implements over will's character and then so when you complete a scene resolving this tension so once you've solved that you take plus one pack ball and you write a new question that's cool yeah okay write a new question to which the answer is max or like oh no it could be someone else you just need to ask a new question to do with your character ah that's cool that's so cool yeah that's really cool that's a good central Mm. mechanic yeah Harriet, you predicted someone would die, and they did. Who were they? How oh. did they die? And which packmate cannot forgive you for not saving them? Oh. This is a difficult one. I think one of the things that I kind of wanted Harriet to kind of be, be about is, like, trying to sort of promote, like, we don't we don't fraternize with the humans it doesn't work out you know the kind yeah. of it didn't work for me so it won't work for you so i'm kind yeah. of thinking that whoever died it would be someone 
maybe someone who like Mags is like I'm gonna leave but specifically like I'm gonna leave because I want to find out more about the humans or I want to go and live with some humans or whatever and mm. Harriet was like you can't do that like you will like you will die and then they die <laughs> um but I don't know who that would be or which pack mate. Um, um, I, I can was... give you a name for an NPC who that was. Yeah, I mean, my only thought was whether it was one of Ephraim's parents, perhaps. Oh, maybe. So I will say, Ephraim is older than you and and has been in has been the Alpha for a long time. That makes yeah, that makes sense. Ephraim is in there. Is is in his late 50s right yes so it probably wouldn't make sense that it no. was his parent but maybe um a, a brother yeah left and died mm. yeah that could and be spicy that that also i means that every one of the pcs has like some association with like leaving the pack and, yeah, and that sort of thing, which I think is also well, quite, is quite cool. Quite a cool from like my, symmetry. From my long list of names, I am going to say that it is Bertolf. Okay. So, Bertolf, who is Ephraim's brother. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Ephraim's brother. Yeah, so it might, it doesn't even, like, I feel like it's not even, it's not even, like, anything specific about, like, prophecy. It's literally just, like, yeah. Harry up saying, if you do this, you will die. Um, and then they do. So, so who doesn't I, forgive Harriet? Who doesn't forgive it? So, like, when I do stuff like this, it's like, I want it to be one of the PCs, but it doesn't really make sense. Um, whereas it would make sense for it to be Ephraim, but I don't know if um, I want to I put that in there. I don't think that would... I think Ephraim was probably on your side in this Yeah, okay. Discussion. What about Cause Elaine? Because she's his grandma. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that could be interesting. Especially if Harriet is like, obviously not like old, old, but she's one of the more elder Yeah. Ones. It would also be that cute be to have like some like as a bit of like lighter humor, like some some petty older lady, <laughs> like back and yeah, forth. and it's and it, like it's not that aggression over the it's, an, it's not that she blames mm. you for him dying as such. It's that mm. she you should have stopped him. Blames you for not making him not leave. Yes, exactly. And Mags. Which pack mate did it hurt you the most to leave behind? How do they feel about your return? I'm kind of stuck between two for this. Yeah? Um, which is either Harriet or Anton. Um, I think it would Both make work. sense for her as a as an older, you know, figure, one of the few sort of younger cubs in the pack to sort of leave someone else behind, especially when Anton would probably have been about five or six years old when Mags left. How um, long do you think Mags was gone for? I'd say f- between five years and a decade. Okay, like a, yeah, a long so time. Anton would have been between five and ten when you left. Yeah. Um, but then also I think Mags is really interesting because 
I feel as though whoever Mags's mentor was, to me it makes sense that they weren't, it, it, it was like a respectful relationship, not a warm one. Um, mm. And I think turning to Harriet for that emotional comfort makes sense for both of their stories. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I also really like the idea of Chloe's character being someone, like, my character's like, I hate authority, I hate all authority, except Harriet, she's cool. Um, <laughs> and it will make party cohesion a lot easier. Yeah, but so we could put Harriet in that. If uh, That's only if Chloe feels like it's a good move, if she's no, yeah. it. I like that, yeah, because I was, at the moment, yeah, I was kind of feeling like Harriet is already a little bit separated from the other two. Uh, yeah, so just that makes sense. Age and stuff, so, so it's nice Harriet would have been early thirties when Mags was yeah. leaving, and I think that tie between then that means Mags is, has a tie to both Declan and Harriet, which I think is yeah. really nice for the, the her role in the story and bringing sort of everyone together. I like it. So Harriet, how do you feel about Mags's return? Um. I think it would be incredible sort of relief because of course we know Harriet doesn't like people leaving. Yeah. Uh, so especially if Bertolf has already left and died. Yeah. There's a lot of worry there that Max will go the same way. Obviously she hasn't. Um so perhaps even she might misread the situation as Max is like, "Yes, I I've gone out and done my life and I've realised that the pack is where I need to be and this is all great, you oh, know, and Harriet will be like... Oh, that's such good conflict, yeah. I love yeah, it. And then Harriet will be all like, yes, you're back, this is wonderful, you know, whereas Max kind of feels actually maybe I, I don't necessarily want to be here, you know. Amazing. So, you take... So, Harriet now takes... So, Harriet has a plus one tie on... Mags. And we've created our characters. We did it, guys. Ooh. Yay. I know. It's fun. So exciting. I can't believe you have to wait until, like, October to record. We, we do, yeah. We're going to have gotten so in the zone and then we'll have just forgotten everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, Luckily, I... Lucy's written all this down. I have. I'm about to put it in the Discord. Are we happy to drop Whoa. character playlists at this time, or do you guys want to save it for first episode? Maybe save character playlists for first episode. I'm happy to drop the overall okay. campaign playlist. Mm. We will have dropped the yeah, campaign definitely. playlist in the Discord. I think we'll, we'll I think the, the characters should come out with them. Um... Good for yeah. them. Yeah. Shut up. Um, will, <laughs> if Luce is dropping this character playlist in the Discord, what um, is the Discord? Yes, I will do it's... that. A lovely um, LGBTQ plus friendly space where people can come together to chat about all sorts of things. Uh, RWD in particular, TTRPGs in general, or just other stuff. We we have a lot of very random conversations, as I'm sure everyone in this uh, call can testify to. You can find the Discord pinned on our Twitter, which is at RWD underscore pod. We have a link tree with a lovely, very helpful, easy to get to link to all of our various stuff. Um, well, if you want to listen to our previous campaign, A Rendezvous with Destiny Chosen, you Ooh. can check us out Ooh. on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, or 
Acast or wherever else you get great independent podcasts like ours. Just search for A Rendezvous with Destiny. Um, that's it. That's the promo. I mean, if people if people like you, where can they find you? Uh, me or Chloe? Y- you. We're gonna do Chloe last. She's the showstopper. <laughs> So, oh, yeah, no. yeah. well, Chloe has the most stuff to talk about. Um, I have quantity, not quality. Oh, shut up. Lies. Um, so I, I'm in a, another podcast with Chloe, which is still running by the time this comes out, which is called Dragon's Duel. Uh, we generate our characters by playing a D&D game show with a different little like, D&D-themed mini-game for each attribute, and we randomly rolled our stats. And we're now playing this huge multiplayer sort of extravaganza, uh, lots of really crazy stuff going on, crazy stats, uh, just having a really good funky fun time. Um, you can find that at Dragon's Duel on Twitter. I also play in friend of the show um, Nate, uh, friend of the show Nate, um, his Call of Cthulhu game, which is on Cast of Many Things. Just search for at Cast of Many Things. We're playing. A game set in the most horrific of things, an American Ivy League college. You those are. those are the two things that I want to promo now. Um, where can people find me? Oh, thanks for asking. Um, I oh. also <laughs> I also have a podcast with Chloe. Uh, it's yeah. called Deck of Many Aces. It's actual play podcast with actual asexuals. We play Dungeons Dragons Fifth Edition. I'm the party tank. Chloe's the bard. It's a good time. You can also catch Will and I on Date Night Drive-In. It's a movie podcast. We're watching our way through IMDb's Top 100 Movies and arguing about them a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. In theory, an episode about Alien will have just come out. We haven't recorded it yet. But in theory, an episode about Alien... Am is a massive wuss. Um, yeah, so I'm this is, I don't blame This is one of your first like proper horror films that you love Yeah, I think right? Cabin in the Woods... I watched this film... Too young in the complete darkness. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Um, but in and my you wonder why Luke like, came out like this. <laughs> you need to watch this film. It's amazing. I was maybe twelve. It's a good film. So um, we have recorded it that was pitch black. Out. It should be a very good time, and I probably loved it and enjoyed it a lot. Um, and and hmm. we are probably joined by a special guest for for their podcast. Yes, well, very hopefully. Probably. Ooh. Um, you can also Spicy. find me on the Defectives Club, which is releasing when this episode is released, later this month, later in May. Um, we play Bubble Gumshoe. I am a wannabe teen detective uh, who's named after the actor who played Columbo. It's a very good time. Um, and where can where can people find the Detective Club? can be found on Brain Adventures, which is a podcast feed. Anywhere you get good podcasts. It's also at BrainADV um, on the social medias. At um, BrainADV Podcast. Oh, thank you. Um, and... Chloe, you you do things. It's your I turn. I do. Sorry, it just. I, I, I'm Chloe, not Chloe, used to Chloe does it. a lot of things. Chloe does a lot of things. We've I do mentioned a lot of things. A bit of them. I do a lot of things, but most of them are with you guys. So you've already said them. Uh, <laughs> but no, I, you can find me on those wonderful podcasts that have already been mentioned. Also, um, I stream on Twitch uh, three times a week. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on there, so you can come out, hang out on there. Um, I also write original music, mostly instrumental stuff, and I do a lot of theme tunes for uh, for podcasts, including mm-hmm. the, this very podcast. Yeah, in theory, yeah. the amazing piece of music you heard at the start, which was incredible, will have been uh, written by Chloe. 
Yes, I I have not written it yet, but it will it, be there. It, <laughs> it, it, will be it feels great. weird to be talking about something which hasn't happened yet, but you're yeah. like, in theory, this great thing. Yeah. It will be um, great. Chloe's very talented. Yeah, so you can find all of my music on that for Deck of Many Aces, where I do a full original soundtrack over on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, Deezer, and something else, YouTube Music. Uh, so basically wherever you find your music, um, you can find me there. And um, mm. also, trained actor. If you want hire an actor, her. please hire me. I need jobs. <laughs> um, yeah, I think... God bless. I think that's everything. And you did say what you're like, online handlers everywhere, oh didn't i you? didn't that's the most important no. thing you can find I didn't think, me oh, yeah i thought you'd forgotten <laughs> everywhere on the internet at clo underscore with the flow Woo. see now chloe welcome to the podcast we do a little thing we just run the chat so yeah. does anyone have any topics and also as ever you can find me nowhere 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 <laughs> L- Luce so is, is a mysterious um, being. I am who a just emer- cryptid being. Yeah, who I just emerge emerges from, from like under alone. a rock. Yeah, to just emerge from under a rock like every month to run to run a podcast for two hours. I will say, and then I have to been better at being. Yes. You've been doing... texting me a lot, and I've been. I have. I've been you. actively been using really some forms happy. of social media this month. You've been doing a really good job. Please, what do I have to do to positively reinforce and continue? The thing is, it is now summer. Yeah. So I'm more willing to be awake. (laughs) I feel that. Yeah. Don't. Um, I got into. I got to my job this morning at six forty. Um, because I woke up and I was like, "Mm, I'm just going to go. Um, so very powerful. housekeeping, just before we fade out, very cool. Our housekeeping, the next episode should be the first episode of Cam- not campaign, season five. Season five, With our five, regular yeah. cast, and it should be dropping on May 19th, which is my birthday. Everyone come with <gasps> happy, happy birthday. Happy Am Happy day. birthday. Happy, happy Am, am Week. Day, and my birthday is just after that as well. Yes. Ooh. Which is why I make such a fuss before, because then after, um, I can share it with Luz. Hey, my hmm. birthday is the day after the first episode of this campaign comes out oh Ooh. wow yeah. fun <laughs> we're really doing all the birthdays i was um, this close to being oh, i'm gonna be so old it's upsetting have fun you're gonna be so people. old lucy's gonna be in the late 20s um no i'm not yet late hmm. 20s i will be a quarter be, of a be... century You'll be decidedly mid twenties. I I would also I would be the same age as you. Imagine turning twenty five this year. Embarrassing. Boo. uh... Ew. I know it's horrible. Cool. That's a good. Oh no, I was just going to say at some point because we all live actually quite close to each other. I know. um, It'll be really cool to have an in person game at some point. Yeah, we need to sort out in person. I'd love to do maybe few sessions be in person. Yeah, this would be amazing. It would because, have like, to be a weekend. It would have to be a weekend, yeah. But uh, I feel like, yeah, lots of... I've, Definitely sort, live, try and sort something we out. We all live like so max cool. probably an hour and a bit yeah. travel from each other. So, so my, my fun TTRPG brain is going, absolutely yes. And then my like podcast editing brain is going, no. No, it's, it's it doable. Be, uh... Will and I recorded our last episode.
podcast is a work of narrative fiction. All people, places and events described are strictly fictional in nature, and any similarities they may bear to reality are unintentional and coincidental. The Bite Marks system name, mechanics and law are solely the property of Black Armada Publishing, and are used in this podcast with their express permission. That said, if you do find any of the content in this podcast interesting, you should check out Black Armada at blackarmada.com. The cover design for this podcast was illustrated by Eileen Tan, who you can contact for commissions on Twitter at GrassGrows. Any music or effects used in this podcast were either publicly available with no associated copyright or composed by the podcast hosts. If you have any concerns over any of the content in this podcast or in this disclaimer, feel free to get in touch with us via email at rwdpodcastcontact at gmail.com.